Welcome to Green Room Radio. My name is True. I got the lovely I'm Domo Monster. Domo Monster. And uh, to my right, we got Albert, the other half of Project X. Yes, Super, sir. Super James is DJing at a, I believe, a senior Arizona. citizen it, home today. Is, is it True Events or True Fridays? Yeah, Friday? call it True Fridays. That's this guy that... Uh, That's not your night. You yeah, nor- <laughs> normally the co-host, he has a party and he names it True Fridays. You're... That's fucked up. We're going to chat about that later. Uh, but, however, we have some very special guests in the house. We have uh, Wilhelm and Matt from the group Grand. <laughs> Gra- not Grand. Ground Score. And in case you're wondering what that is, I'm going to let Wilhelm tell you. <laughs> what is Ground Score, Wilhelm? I guess it's many things. But um, how do we look <laughs> at it? Um, is uh, You know, a turn of luck or... Um you know, just maybe uh, the universe giving back to you for your hard efforts. It's kind of like finding a $100 bill or maybe even like, I don't know, a half a gram of Coke on the floor at a rave. Manifestation. Yeah, it's, like, it's whatever. It's whatever you find on there. I I, pick, I know myself, I pick up pennies and shit all the time. But that's yeah, a, The best stuff in life is free. Of course. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You'll be surprised what you find at rave just hey, looking down. Except, yeah. hey, <laughs> hey, except escorts. I don't know. I don't. I'd be scared. I'd be afraid if one of them were like, "Hey, I'm free." Why? Why are you free? That's no such thing. <laughs> There's no such thing you said. So tell us, you guys. You guys are house music DJs. How did uh g- give me a little playback? First of all, Willem. So I know you guys are a new group. I think you said you've been together about a year, year and a half. Yeah. Uh, when did you? Did, were you doing house music prior to joining Ground Score? Yeah. Um, started DJing when I was a kid, like fourteen. Okay. Got my first new marks and kind of a long story there, but my mom's house was like a uh, a hotel, and one time a DJ was staying there, and then the next minute he was on TV on a high speed chase. <laughs> wow, you might, hey, you definitely live in LA. That's and for then, sure. uh, and that's how you got inspiration. Well, yeah. Then, <laughs> so then I think he got, I guess, locked up, and um, and he never came back for those records, and there were a bunch of nineties. Break beats and hip hop, but a lot of house and uh, and I just kind of started there. Um, but so yeah, I've been always I've been into <laughs> electronic music for a long so, time and and making it and then and Maddie was making it as well and then we just joined forces. You got sick of partying alone or, or being like. And I always be- loved music as a collaborative effort. It's 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 so different than like painting or something like that. It's a medium where just due to the nature of itself being music and there's many instruments it immediately uh well yeah we'll go on collaboration something that you spoke on on that on art i know uh uh, domo said she met you through uh i believe it was james James. right uh and and so you yeah so paint the town so you're you're into art and graffiti and stuff like that as well yep yep do uh used to do more street art and stuff Um, but then yeah i work for shepherd ferry Oh, nice. Oh, so you do street art, too? Yeah, I used to do more of my own stuff, but I think music took took over more. Yeah, And then you just don't have as much time when you're older, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, yeah, anyway. You don't have time to wait for the paint to dry. (laughs) You can make beats in the meantime, but (laughs) but, see, I had to to make beats full time, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what ended up happening. But I still got to work, too, so Yeah, there's so, that. So, so coming, uh, I, I guess you could say that you uh, you come from a rock and roll background. Uh, how how does your dad feel about house music? That's what I know. You opened for him at the Roxy, Billy Idol. Yeah. Uh, how does he? One thing we were watching him last night, and I looked at her, and I was like, 
I wonder if he likes house music. Right, right. <laughs> Is that something very brand new to, to him? I think he likes dan- you know, dance music. He made dance, dance tunes, even if they were um, rock and roll. Yeah. He was definitely, they were very, very groovy and sexy and dancey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so house has a lot of that stuff. And um, I know he'd like some tracks. Others he wouldn't. You know, I mean, you can't like everything. Yeah. It's a, I mean, yeah, it's a yeah. total different generation. I mean, he's even a generation beyond me and i i know domo's a generation below me i think you guys <laughs> fall in that same category but yeah you know at the end of the day music's music i mean something we can say from uh you know we went and checked his show out last night right yeah. you know the the any artist who's a real artist i don't care how old you are whatever that shit is pouring out of him Right. You know, we saw Eric Badu one time. Eric Badu, just the sweat pouring. Like just, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, I mean, no matter what age, I mean, you. Eat, I always tell people this all the time. You either have it or you don't. And, I mean, she, I, for as long as I've been in the music business, I had never witnessed an Erica Badu show or a Lauren Hill. Mm. And uh, we just seen them pretty, you know, over the past couple of years. And I was just fucking shocked. I'm like, dude, these Those women. Are the top performers. That these can- women, like. They just bleed music. Like, they got it in their fucking soul and plant it um, wherever. But your mom was a singer as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of, you know, both parents are in the music What type culture. of What type of a singer was your mom? Uh, she, yeah, she sang on some of my pop's records, and, and uh, I know she did jazz singing later. and uh, But... But she always uh, performed and was a dancer, and so. What What does she think about your house music? Yeah, and she, you know, a big inspiration um, growing up. Yeah. Uh, she let me make a lot of noise, and uh, <laughs> if it was, you know, whatever trombone or any whatever. Oh, wow. else. oh so you do play? Do you you play other instruments? Yeah, yeah, but you know, just growing up, uh, being that that kid making uh, all the noise uh, from whatever instrument you're learning. Um, usually it sucks for a long time. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. or if it's DJing, I mean, Thanks, it's, it's just two beats playing at the same time. It could drive you insane. So she dealt with a lot of stuff. So yeah, seriously. Thanks yeah. mom. So you, so you said she kind of lived in a, like, a, like a hotel. So did you guys live in kind of like a duplex type of, no, it was a house, but it was, uh, you know, uh, my, my mom called herself friend, Perry Lister, friend to the friendless. So she was, oh. uh, just, just always had somebody on the couch. And uh, and sometimes they were really interesting. Sometimes they were really interesting. So how, how about really <laughs> scary? Was there ever? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Shit. Domo here lived in a scenario. Yeah. It was actually a music executive's home, uh, but he took basically like a mansion and he turned all the rooms. I mean, they had private entrances, but he turned it into like a monster house like that. And I'm like, yeah, that was those my can kind of get those, those can get. Shout out, mom number two. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. one of those guys on the couch. Yeah. That she oh, liked, that she, yeah. that's, that's part of the reason <laughs> I met Will. Yeah. So how did you guys meet? <clears throat> pull pull that mic we, in front uh, of you, Matt. Yeah. We had a mutual friend uh, named Jesse who was like, uh, I he was the guy I met my second day in L.A. and we finished a bottle of tequila together. And he's like, we're gonna be friends. And then he's like, I gotta introduce you to my best friend, Will. Oh, and nice. uh, so within like three days of living into L.A., I was up at his house. And uh, do you think he would have been your friend if you hadn't drank the tequila? <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep question. Uh, but yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we both then unable to afford tequila and been sober together and still have been friends. So, yeah, I, th- I think we've proven that. <laughs> Good. That's but, awesome. uh, the music's stronger than the tequila. Yeah. Where yeah, did you uh, Where did you come from? Where did you move from? Uh, I was born and raised in New Jersey. 
Uh, uh, I yeah, so I just came from accent. New Jersey. What uh, part I'm of so New Jersey? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I love New Jersey. Um, I was born in New Brunswick. Okay. Um, so right between New York City and Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she that my only time going, I went with her one time. She did it. She did. Uh, what is it? What they it's do the out there? Same thing. I just came from Exotica. Exotica. The, oh, the nice. Yeah, foreign convention. Awesome. So we stayed in what was that? Edison, yeah. Edison, New Jersey was. Yeah. Actually, Brunswick was right there next to it. Yeah, parts are beautiful. Like you yeah, know, they I, said I, Brunswick was kind of coming up. Yeah, like they're doing, they're they're trying to make it better, but it's they it's, just got <laughs> sanctioned, right? Their weeds legal there now. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they were fed up. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, I yeah, think you knew. So you got out of there. I did. Yeah, my uh, after uh, college, I was living in New York City, and my uh, one of my best buddies from growing up uh, was like, you know, I'm going out to L.A. Uh, to be in the entertainment industry, are you coming? So we packed up and uh, moved to LA, and then within ten minutes, got our car towed with everything. And yeah, so it was you one know of those what? Stories, you know, you so. know what? That's so funny. <laughs> oh I moved God. to LA when I was twenty-one, and then my car got totaled. Like, oh shit! Actually, right after I just fucking moved everything out of it, so it was. Uh, you know, I used <laughs> it for moving, and yeah. then yeah, and, and then there it goes. And yeah. then I just public transit and actually that's how i got into the street art because i would walk around oh, and yeah. i would i think instagram was like super new and i would just take a picture of like an art and then i'd put it on instagram and then people started tagging the artist okay, and yeah. i was like oh this is kind of oh, this cool. is cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm inside something this is amazing <laughs> so how long so from when you got your car towed was that basically your house being towed yeah, we didn't have anything, and uh, you know, I had like I think I had like nine hundred bucks or like a thousand bucks to my name, and uh, so um, yeah, I had to. I was sleeping in the car for a couple nights, and I picked up a job at, at this um, shitty little diner. Well, and was, was it called Pink's Hot Dog? Uh, it's no, called. Shout out it to Pink's. Been, I probably would have been paid more. Yeah. No, it was uh, called. Big, Bar- you said Big Boy. And it was called Barney's Beanery. Um, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah and uh, and so I survived basically skimping food uh, and uh, getting to know the bartenders and whatnot, and then uh, yeah, so finally got a car back and um, and uh, a little little shack somewhere. In yeah, that bar- the Barney's. That that's where it was, right on Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm familiar with that. Yeah. So, so you found you found your way. So when you came out here, when you said to do music, was it to come out here to DJ? Um, come to LA to DJ. I I was just coming out here because I just wanted to escape New Jersey. Mainly, I didn't really know what was snow or the or the. It was just everything. I was I was well. It was like at the time when like. You know, like Jersey Shore was like blowing oh. up. Oh, and, okay, okay. And I was like, I can't be associated with this <laughs> any longer. I and I, for, for so, I, I'm like, why not? I, <laughs> you didn't have the gel. I, on the I wasn't spray? one of those Guido guys. Yeah. I didn't do the tanning and the eyebrows. Do the eyebrows. You know, Shit, yeah. I was, and so I was just a misfit from the get go. And um, and so when I came out here, I. I, you know, bumped into, you know, Jesse and Will and pretty much just found my, my kin. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you came out to be a DJ or where you I came out, out to, to just, I knew entertainment industry was in Los Angeles and I was like, I'm just going to take whatever comes my way because I'm not going to, I know it's hard. I'm just going to see where I can land. And then ultimately, uh, you know, just living in Los Angeles long enough just going to bars, going to shows, being dragged to different venues, um, underground spots, warehouses, things That's like that. That's what I was gonna ask because I'm I'm an LA person, and yeah. yeah, did you guys go to underground? Yeah, parties? and so like a lot of my early exposure to stuff like that was like on the Skid Row, like the industrial yep. area, yep. and so 
Um, and I got to know some of these guys really well. And they, it was just such, um, it's one of those moments in life where you feel like you're in, you're really engaging it. You're, you're where you're supposed to be. Oh yeah. Um, when you say that, is that because you're, you're with the people on Skid Row or you like, man, Oh, totally. I like, man, I made it. I made it. I got a fuck. I got an apartment. I'm I got it. I mean, they'll literally have parties. I've taken you to a few of them. Yeah. I remember, I remember a public enemy actually. Yeah. It's just because the cops mainly would shut, would shut shit down really quick. And so you'd have to go to a spot where just cops yeah. didn't want to be in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. And so like, and honestly, like Will, Will's dragged me to spots down there that were just like so far off the beaten path that you, you're like, okay, now I'm sketched out like really. And then you like open a door and it's like an yeah. art gallery and like, you know, there's like cheese plates and, you know, yeah. disco going on. And you're like, what is going on? People like boofing under the stairwell. Boofing. Yeah. What? Are, hey, hang on one second. Hold on. I haven't People heard that boofing. word. People Wait, boofing on. in the dusty what under on. the stairwell. What's your, what's your definition of boofing? What's boofing? I was doing it in the butt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hugh, are you familiar with boofing? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so boofing. How familiar with boofing okay. are you? Yeah, boofing. So so Domo here brought up boofing to Actually, me. Actually, my girlfriend. Your girl, your girl Amber, called it, yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend, Rachel, um, met a, a, boofer. a fellow yeah. from yeah. Seeking Arrangements. And, yeah, yeah she that's what he wanted. Obviously, like, that's the boofer And I was like, she's like, yeah, I boofed him. I was like, what the fuck is oh, boof? Damn. And then she broke it down. And I Wait, was, I thought pegging. this was only that's when pegging, you right? smuggle yeah. shit, like, through airports. No, no. I mean, you could that's potentially called, say, like, I boofed these drugs. Oh. You could, I you guess. Could, yeah, yeah but, that makes sense. And yeah. then it's interesting that you can be pegging and boofing at the oh. same yeah. time. Yeah, I okay. mean. But so hey. pegging is when well, a lady first, wears a... First, yeah, I learned what the boofing was, and then later I learned the pegging. Hey, so so real quick. (laughs) I love L.A. Pegging is a, uh, that's another topic. It's Uh, a fetish. Yeah, so so, so have Willem or or Maddie, have you guys been pegged before? (laughs) (laughs) My body holds way too ticklish for that shit. I was just going to say because. uh, Because they say, oh, you could come so good through your butt. I'm like, I well, that's, it's that's never it. happening because I started <laughs> well, giggling. Well, well the, re- the reason I ask, I mean, how how we keep the studio open uh, is, is is Domo, aka Onyx. She boofs people, and that that's her boofer right there. Oh, so that, that that's the way we we we. I mean, not a boofer, okay. I mean, peg, peg, the pegger. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, same thing. Yeah, yeah I same. Mean, we got what you. It's mean. not we the gotta, same thing. We gotta yeah. ease them into it. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to educate people yeah. on this program. Well, yeah, it was crazy because it was a porn star right. girl told her she he, she said. This guy boofed me. And then she even asked me, she's like, you know what boofing is? And I'm like, no, I don't. It's just a new silly ass internet term. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But we were talking about raves. And, yes, uh, yes. and I yeah. was just saying that some of those raves, people will be boofing underneath the stairwell yeah. in, in the dusty dusty well, warehouse. Well, you're feeling good. Good music's playing. But so. Like, you you know, like, you so know that they didn't like, know. Yeah. They didn't even know how much dust was around because it was so dark. And then, uh, like, you would shine a light. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and y'all are having sex in like the dusty underneath the stairwell. Oh God! You're leaving silhouettes in the dirt. <laughs> Pretty much. I would not. How it. how is the um, that underground scene in LA right now? I wouldn't even know. I mean, after COVID, yeah. um, even before COVID, uh, it started to die out. Well, I just I'm sure it's cracking. <clears throat> um, I just 
Yeah, I don't we like, went, yeah, I'm not, we, I'm not with the popularity contest that is the scene in general. And I'm just, we went, we had a good, it is, it. it is kind of like a, a click. We had a guy, we click. went, we went to a, we went to a festival out there. I think it was an insomniac festival, but we had a guy and he was like, he was like telling us, Hey, you know, I'm going to give you the spots to go. And they were like, kind of like. Boot, they were, I think they're in the fashion district, but they're like, yeah, there's they're one in the like fashion district. Like, I'm like, this, I'm like, this ain't a fucking trip. rave, right? It was over in Long fuck, Beach, like. right? Man, we used to call that the Callejones back in the days, the fashion okay. district. Yeah. The oh, yeah, 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 the what? The Callejones. Yeah, is that underwear? They used to sell like just bootleg everything, everything, yeah. everything. they still, yeah. they still do. Yeah. They like cracked down on it. I always like, wonder, like, why, but I don't know why they cracked down on them and then just. Let them run every other day. It's of been the like year. since the nineties. Like <laughs> yeah, and then they'll yeah. like have a little thing on the news like we're cracking down on the. It's like what is this yeah. bullshit every yeah, year? Yeah, LAPD is so the, funny. Yeah, that's all it is to get <laughs> voted on again or whatever. Yeah. There's always some yeah some reason yeah. for this news thing you're watching. Like, so what area? What area do you guys live in? What Hollywood? Hollywood. Yeah, yep. okay, cool. Yeah, that's yeah I used to I used to live at Cherokee and Yucca. Okay, yeah, we're just in the middle of Hollywood, right? Middle yeah, Hollywood. smack in the middle, right yeah. by the block off That's the street. That, that used to be Crack Central. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was bad. They, they had the little street camera. My mom used to like, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. And then the she's like, tell me how, the, how much they cleaned it up. They're like, well, yeah, and it was still like, you know. But. Still bad, huh? Yeah. yeah. So you grew up in L.A.? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. How was that? Yeah. What yeah. hospital were you born at? Cedar I was uh, born in a house. You're in the, in the hills, house? yeah. You do the bathtub thing. Uh, I think it was on a floor. Oh wow! I think so. uh, who, my mom, was, I think so. who delivered you? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think a midwife. Okay. Yeah. What's a midwife? Wow. A lady that uh, you know helps you give birth at so home. Had, oh, so, so she can, had a, a natural birth. Nurse. Yeah. So she had it set up. So she was already speaking to like obviously a hospital to yeah. hire one of these women. Yeah. And then she just kind of watched her up wow. until that's what went. you do for sure. And then like maybe whenever you, you start. Maybe feeling contractions or something. You call them, they yeah. come by. Well, people, we've been seeing people out here in Vegas, you know, doing these bathtub That's the same. That's, that's, that's what like it the, is. Like they're, the just, trend. they're just advanced And I'm now. like, you know what? Maybe being in water like that, maybe it is easy or... I don't know. I would fucking pass out if I was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to picture um, like if Maddie could handle. After like, having hey, bro, a baby yeah. and once I, I mean, got my epidural, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take that epidural all day. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess if you're doing it at. <laughs> so if you're doing it at home, you're. It, you don't take an epidural. Do you know? Did she say she got an epidural or did she yeah. just? I mean, the whole point. No, is it's to, natural birth. To, natural birth. Yeah, yeah, so wow. the baby doesn't get affected. That's because she's hardcore as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get affected? Um, clearly, I'm. Uh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you like, said it. You said it so the baby don't get affected. Well, you're exactly, here. And like, you, you appear to be okay. Exactly. Just Strong, shining, healthy, shining example of a man. Striving for music. <laughs> man. Thanks, mom. <laughs> you lose a bit of mental illness there, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't trying know. to chase music. <laughs> uh, yeah, that you get mentally ill. So you basically have been in the Hollywood area since being born. Pretty much. Did, yeah. Where did you go to what high school did you go to? Ended up ended up at Hollywood High. Wow, How that one that? right there in the mix? Yeah. Man, Mixing I bro, I used to see that. Yeah. And I'd be like, Yeah. What the fuck kids go here? Yeah. Because I would I was always walking everywhere. I didn't have a car. What at the was time. that experience like? It was, you know, you just like you said, it's in the middle of it, so you'd be at school and you're like, Do I want to be here? Do I want to be there? <laughs> And then yeah. you climb the fence or uh, fucking find a door open, you know. Did you, uh, uh, so being in that high school, I mean. Then I'd steal records from Amoeba. 
Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm confessing it here. I'm you sorry. Can walk I mean, there and to, uh, where's the camera? Okay, Guitar they, center. They moved. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. You I figured the artists hopefully we still made money. Did you, I mean, uh, people were stealing music left and right. Was there anybody in your school or coming up, anybody that turned celebrity down the road that you remember from grade school? Um, you, oh, that. I think I heard that Alicia Silverstone. I think I heard she went to Hollywood, Hollywood High. Right. Oh, yeah. A bunch of people went to Hollywood High. But, um, yeah. That's just such a weird place that where it just sits right there, and I'm just yeah. like, who the fuck goes to school here, man? Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's but a, it's all area. So if you're if like say you live in the hills, like mm. you have to go to the high school. You can't like go to it's another. Kind of true yeah. unless it's you a public have school. somebody else. Well, they have uh, yeah. what do they call it. It's a magnet school, and it's a funny term, but uh, a magnet <laughs> just ma- magnetic <laughs> kids from different areas. Right. There oh, like so, the was it a uh, was there a uh, What's the heavy population there? Is it Armenian or Persian or at Hollywood Armenian. High specifically? Yeah, um, I think it was ninety something percent Mexican. Mexican, oh, wow. yeah, that, yeah, that's what I thought. And then it was, yeah. it was like I lived right by there, or it was like eighty percent Mexican, and the rest was like, um, you know, black. Or then it was African American, and mm-hmm. then people realized like that's racist to say. So, yeah. and then it went back to black. And then yeah. ACDC Back was to black. more popular. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Then ACDC started selling records again. And yes, we figured it out. And then Kanye came with White Lives Matter. Right. Oh, and God. now we're all now confused we're, again. Yeah. Now we're all I don't know what to do. What about the? I thought I was supposed to hate white people. Now the Mexicans and Asians are like, what the fuck? <laughs> so okay. can't be all just. Get along. So back to the <laughs> music with you guys. Did you guys get any DJ sets? I've, you know, in LA, yeah, in um, other areas. That's definitely how we we started. You know, Maddie um, was DJing. I'd been making music and been in punk bands and other bands, and um, and also always been in bands. Electronic what, music. What were you doing in bands? Were you? DJing? Yeah. Um, I also, you know, uh, write other types of music. So it was, yeah, yeah it's just another outlet. Uh, so I was in. In other bands, playing different different things, singing or or, or or any instrument, drums, guitar, bass, and then um, yeah, uh, was always making electronic music as well, and that was kind of always my solo stuff. Was always a little more electronic. Do you ever weird uh, or dancey? I know or, house people don't normally get on the mic, but do you ever get on the mic during the house set? Well, we always talk about doing oh, yeah. more vocal stuff, but uh, we kind of it's a fine line yeah. when you do that. I always yeah. like other line. people. Um, Getting on the mic for like some an MC or something, um, or like someone that's gonna sing, like Harris, yeah, or just like more of that collaborative um, idea. That, what, that what idea. were you talking about, Domo? When we were talking about it, it'd be so nice if a DJ was like, instead of saying, "Put your fucking hands," or like up. Green Lantern, he takes off his headphones, puts them in, so he gets that effect, and he's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I do that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That? that's yeah. Green, oh. yeah. You you can literally speak into Wait, your headphone yeah. as a mic. Yeah, you talking about Green Velvet? Green no. Velvet. Green, Green Velvet. Velvet. Right. Green okay. Lantern. Green Lantern oh, is yeah. another no. hip hop. I've actually, yeah, I've, I've actually that. seen Will pull that maneuver off when we didn't have a mic, and we yeah. were we were trying to do that. Be- so you did it through the headphone. You did yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Well, you and and I think it's like it's more of you know, and will if it suits the track, will will absolutely yeah. sing on it a hundred percent, and I encourage that as much as I can because he really does have just like what his dad has. He's got that ability. Um, and, and it, and he sounds really good. Um, ironically. So you have, it can't be ironically. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, you know, good it's, it's in his, it's in his, <laughs> Both sides, you too. know what I mean? I so, uh, yeah. so like if it suits the track, absolutely. And we have a couple tracks that, you know, 
are, we are just sitting in our collection with him on it. And, you know, yeah. and I'm, it, I'm a huge proponent of it always, but you know, also when you get to work with a vocalist that specifically that comes in and can lay something down that really does elevate the track, it's, do you That's guys ever, uh, ever we too. had a, we had that group here, Loud Luxury, and they were, they were speaking about how they, you know, their biggest hit song, I, I forget what it's called. Body. Like? Body. Body. So Body, they said they just found a sound, a SoundCloud guy and they said they yeah. gave him a call and they were in, I think they were in LA at the time yep. and he was playing down the street. So they said, we went down the street, heard him and it was like, yo, we'd like to get you on this track. And it became their number one hit song. So, I mean, how do you guys find vocalists if you're looking for someone to do that? house type of vocals usually just through meeting people and if, talking and if they want to do it um and then you know you try them out and uh yeah each, all. each track is it's american idol needs, for house he, singers. yeah each track <laughs> needs whatever it needs to yeah. and so that's another reason why maybe you know as of yet we ha I, i'm not on a track of ours that's out or something because you know each tra track if it called for it and it's going to sound okay that's it that's what it really needed um then yeah that's what we would do but it's just about whatever the track needs and i think that's why i've always been more of a producer um uh, even more so than like a musician because uh i would play drums even though i didn't want to you know what i mean i wanted yeah. to get chicks and i wanted to be out front <laughs> Yeah. But I but I play drums sometimes, you know, yeah. just because I was like, that's I'm the only one who can play it here, and uh, whatever it was, you know, it was like or whatever the track needed. Oh, okay, okay, cool, I'm down. You know, I was just more down to be part of it, because um, then you'd hopefully still get some pussy after the show. Exactly. That, even that, being even being a drummer, you know, because they do get laid. Oh yeah, yeah. I was actually I was actually wondering that last night when I was. You get the more fun ones anyway, being the drummer. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that's what I learned. And all kids, the and kids, they, if they you're gonna pick any instrument, pick the drums. You get the fun yeah, girls. They they want the drumstick. Yeah, this this guy had the sign, and he's like, "Drumsticks, please." Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch out. I mean, people get hurt with this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what did you expect him to throw it on his face? So, so what was it like? I mean, do you have any? Uh, uh, as a kid, do you have any memories? Uh, did you ever go out traveling with your dad? Where you got? Did you ever yeah. move like that? Yeah, Were you old tour. enough to understand what, what was going on? Or Yeah, for sure. I went on tour with him and uh, a few different times when I was really little. Then again, when I was old, a bit older, then again, when I was uh, maybe like 15, I worked, uh, I, you know, went on the bus with the rest of the crew. Yeah. And just like worked like a normal uh, tech, you know, but I mean. The boss is kids still, so. But then I brought like a big old bag of weed, and they're like, "Oh, this kid's cool, man." <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, no, it's like shout out to the the old uh, sound dudes that my dad used to, uh, you know, have. They were they were actually amazing, and we had a great time, and they taught me tons of stuff about like Tower of Power and the best live record ever, and uh, I learned endless amount of stuff. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, so know. it was a learning experience for sure. Um, and you learn weird, random, funny stuff about uh, humanity and celebrity and things like that. Traveling so, the world, man, just the different cultures and, and stuff. It's a it's yeah. even America. I think I really only went on tour with them around America, and that was big enough. So. Oh yeah, for sure. When was so besides these shows that he's doing now? I was trying to think to myself when when was he out before prior to these current shows? Like he's always just being on and off, you know. And then I guess COVID and stuff might have stopped things for a little bit. For so everyone. he would be doing spot dates here and there prior to COVID, or yeah, or doing tours still. And he was yeah. going, he's never really stopped. I mean, maybe a little bit here and there, but 
Yeah. You know, no, always, yeah. We, always kind of been going, um, writing new stuff and playing the old hits. So he's never really stopped. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a madman. It's, yeah. <laughs> hey, when it's, you what know. What is he going to do? Sit at home? That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we went to the Who the other night and uh, he kept having the same conversation with everybody that, you know, some old rocker would come up, you know. Oh, hey, Bill, how's it going? You'd be like, oh, I don't know, still doing it. Yeah, still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, another, and then, like, lead singer Def Leppard comes by, Bill, oh, my God, still doing it. We're still doing it. Yes, we're still doing it. Yeah, bro. But I mean, I, and he's like, what am I going to do? Rock people, they, they just have endless energy. Like, they, yeah. what are we going to do? They, uh, they both said, what are we going to do? Fucking yeah. uh, not do this? Well, yeah, yeah. Your, he, your dad actually said something on stage, you know, and it, it really stuck to me i think he was talking about a drug era that a lot of people go through and then he was like i figured out that you know this high i was getting over here off of these drugs was not better than the high that i get up here on stage and it's like me not even being a performer i knew exactly what he was talking about yeah. because i used to put shows together now i would be a fucking cracked out mess but i'm yeah. like but there was still no better feeling than seeing like okay i put this show together this was me and so I'm like, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a crazy. Yeah, whatever you do, um, that's just what he does, right? Right. Yeah. But it's about whatever you do in the life that gives you that purpose and that good feeling, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So even the people at uh, Pink's Hot Dog, when they make that shit, they're probably like, you know what? I love those people oh that are God. happy doing those jobs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, that. You know what? Yeah. I know that this is world famous, and I'm fucking. It's just more fun. Oh, trips. the famous world famous yeah. heartburn. That's all I got from people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the chili dogs. They actually did a. Uh, they actually did a uh, pinks. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Pop up. No, they did a pinks over here in Vegas. Definitely not the same as L.A., but I think they did it at Planet Hollywood Mall. Yeah. So it didn't it really a different type of heartburn yeah, here in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. It wasn't the same. Wasn't the yeah, probably wasn't yeah, probably wasn't the same. So how was it uh uh your you know, your childhood was was he gone a lot all the time? Yeah, definitely definitely working, busy guy. Yeah, I took so something I was I was speaking to Domo about, you know, I told her me just, you know, obviously not being the rock star that he is. I had a I have a seventeen year old and I have a two year old. Right. And a whole different, whole different experience. So when I had this 17-year-old, you know, I told him, I felt like I missed a lot of his life. Now, he still lives here in Vegas. But I always tell her, I'm like, you know, when I'm not, you know, when you understand, you know, what, what that person does and how iconic it is, it's not that that person doesn't, you know, like I always tell my son, my son knows I love him. You know, but I was telling her, I was like, you know, I grew up in a family where my dad was gone all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, I knew he loved me, but he just had this really serious job right. so it's just kind of a what did you know, your pops do uh he was an attorney all so, right okay, yeah for the yeah. detroit pistons so right. so he was you know i told people i said i was telling her a story i was like i was really good at sports and i said something that was really weird to me is you know people would always come up to me and be like man you know you're really good and they would keep saying that and i like i didn't understand i'm like why are all these people coming up to me every single game they would notice that i didn't have parents there so it was like they felt bad for me. And I'm like, oh, don't feel bad for me. You know, I got really good parents. They're just very busy people. But that's where I kind of like picked up on on that whole thing mm -hmm. you know, of, you know, they're providers. Right. But I mean, I can't imagine, you know, obviously having somebody that iconic is right. you have to. I mean, it's a different it's a different lifestyle. But it's but, interesting. Like you said, even uh yeah, not having iconic parents, just them being busy. So a lot of people, a lot of people yeah. um, go mean, through that. I think the only difference is, is. 
not everyone or whatever is like bothering you when you go to lunch with your dad or whatever it is. You know, yeah. shit oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we were yeah, we were talking about that. It was crazy. I, I, I told her I was like I was like, Man, I was like I don't think your dad can just like walk out in the cosmos no. and grab something no, to eat. Maybe without yeah, being maybe now somebody will always like say something, but usually the, it's now it's cool because they're hopefully kind of more like an actual fan or they'll just you know from afar. If it's, it's cool if they just go Lovey Billy or whatever, and we're like yeah, right, that's fucking right. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what well, that's what I do to celebrities. It, it was really funny. Just tell them I love you and then we'll run, <laughs> run away, keep it moving. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to fucking bug them. It, yeah. it was Tell really funny how like I I was telling like I. I was telling like some of my regulars that I was going to a Billy Idol concert and I never seen like guys were like, but can you get, send me any videos? Guys want to be him? <laughs> the chicks yeah. want to bang him? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying he to was, run away from him. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what does um, he, what does he think about your music? I mean, does he support what you guys yeah, are doing? I think he loves that, um, you know, that I took to it. Um, so, you know, he probably also is, uh, you know, things, oh, no, what if, is it my fault? Is it all my fault? Yeah. And well, it is, and that is all your fault. It is. Everything's, everything's. Mu- music. No, I really, you know, what's hilarious, I can't even blame it on him. I wish I could. But this other geezer taught me how to play guitar, Jason Kearney. Um, so it's all Jason Kearney's fault. But you got music on both sides. You got your yeah. mom and your pops. Yeah, both, my mom, you know? yeah. And then she was actually really good at, um, she taught me a lot um, of Irish, you know, uh, finger picking and, uh, so she is huge inspiration on my um, guitar playing, which is really funny. But. Well, that's, I mean, you know, when you're traveling like that and you got the, you know, best people, you know, at, at their crafts training right. you. Because yeah, I know there's so much downtime. I mean, so many times where you're just like stuck at a venue. Yeah. You know, and what is there. your guys' goal for your, um, you know, your music venture? Like, what do you, what do you guys what do you have plans? Like, yeah, do you want to take think, this um, international? Yeah, sure. Any, you know, of course. Do you guys uh, have, as big as it could go. Do so. you guys have an agent, like any type of booking agent? We have a buddy man? who's starting to look after us kind of managing wise, but um, it's all very early on. So this is, it's all, um, we just started releasing tracks on YouTube. Um, so you said, what's the goal? The goal is to some at some basic levels just to make as many people dance as possible. Have, okay, have you okay. have you guys worked with with any uh, like real b- big deal house music DJs? So and- it was uh, I think 2015 or something. It was a while ago. I guess it's a while ago. Uh, that Jillionaire um, from Major Laser signed me on Philip Records, and so then he got me the gig at Coachella in 2015. I think. Oh wow! We, we did we did the Heineken tent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And uh, still Coachella. Yeah. yeah. I was in there a lot. Well, yeah. That's a spot. That, that's Especially a good one. Hot. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. The AC. Chill yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god! It was yeah. it was a so you much fun. Know that Albert. Yeah, it was, it was so hilarious. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and that was really great. And then I think that label kind of just uh, I think he. Um, didn't have the time to run it. I don't think he just you know? linked up with Diplo and was like, "Fuck this." Well, he well, was already that, he was already that. doing that. Yeah. He was already because he so he wanted to you know I think make a label and I think it just kind of it was a bit overwhelming or something. I don't even know, but all I know is that it's not really running. But the guy that I met Juliano through Nick Donito, um, he's at a, he runs another label called Mason Fauna. It's out of North Carolina. They they put out a couple of uh, my things. They're they're about to put out another. Um, EP and that's on the solo on my solo stuff 
But uh, and we're we've been talking to them about them releasing the ground score thing as well. Um, it's just about whatever's right. And so right, right. now, Berlin house music. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna guys, be putting so out our are, things. Soon, you guys are not so. only together, but you're you also DJ separately too. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's the nature of the beast. Yeah, ground score is both of us together, mm-hmm. and, and it's um, we never wanted to make it like. That's why when we decided to play here, it was like let's do a live set where it's one of a kind. It's not us just spinning records, like two guys spinning vinyl or or CDs. Is, it's a, it's a little funny. Kind of gets <laughs> kind of gets fishy when the Swedish House Mafia had the three guys. Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? Are they diddling each other back there. Yeah. What's going <laughs> no, on? Like, hey, you know what I said? I said I said they they basically quit, and then what was crazy? They came back and and me and well, Domo, they could do that, right? Me, That's well, a me, well, me and Domo were like, <laughs> hey, they've. I think they feel like everybody forgot that there's no such thing as three DJs. And I'm like, but here they come around for that second time yeah. to get the bag. And yeah, they sold out a uh, T-Mobile Someone's arena. Someone's got to clap their hands. Someone's got well, hey, you know to shake their ass. You Someone's know what they got to touch the thing yeah, a little bit. Well, this is what they did this time. I'm not talking shit either. I, no, I mean, yeah, here's, yeah, the, yeah. here's the thing. They're very talented at doing all those we, things. We did go to their reunion show. Yeah, so here's the thing they did out. that I actually appreciate it uh, because – I used to book them uh, for a club excess out here and uh, booked them together. Because they're more producers, right? That's kind of the idea. Yes. Well, the thing was, is, you know, when you're, like you said, you're playing on the, you know, maybe the four CDJs, three people standing there just fucking doesn't make sense. You know, like as a music person, I'm like, this is fucking retarded. I should have been a DJ. But yeah, that's why we definitely like the idea of doing like a live set with loops and and we're controlling the whole thing. And it might be a bit more stripped down and a little bit messed up. But um, well, what they what they did at T-Mobile. And, and I caught this and I was like, wow, I was like, man, I'm glad. I'm like, that's dope. So I was telling her, I was like, they had three setups, right? And they rotate it. And I told her, I said, the only hot setup is the middle one. Yeah. So whichever guy gets in front of the middle one, he's the main guy. Yeah, right. So they just kept going and rotating back. And I was like, I'm glad they gave them each guy their own set of turntables. Right, yeah. That makes it, I guess, a little bit more legit. But it was... It, it was dope. I mean, well, you know. one person has like a pad, so they're like hitting it. Yeah. But it's all on beat, anyways, because it's synced already. So they're just up there, just you know, <laughs> right. making noises. And, and then, uh, what do you, you know, what do you think our goal is, Maddie? What's another goal of ours? <laughs> our ground score. Yeah, I like the idea of just making people dance. Um, you know, I I don't think we were either of us were really looking too far ahead in Festivals. the future. We're very grateful for what we're where we're at and kind of like uh, the attention we're already getting um, just through releasing like re-edits and, uh, and just, you know, our first two singles were signed right off the bat and, and uh, now this EP coming out. So we're just, we're already just getting a lot of love um, and also like locally from the people that we know in the industry. So I think, you know, we're just excited about the future, but ultimately we like everyone's taking life too seriously. We just, we want to, kind of bring back the idea of having some fun and letting loose and uh with the people you love and meeting new people and and uh so it's it's you know just not taking it too seriously but yeah. kind of gearing ourselves towards bringing some joy to some people yeah right i i can definitely understand that because like when i started to go into raves i didn't even fucking know who anybody was i was just like i just like this music and then it you know social media comes and now you're like oh you're you're that beat that I always listen to. Yeah, that was the whole idea of house music, um, you know, starting at the Hacienda in England and stuff like that. The idea of taking the eyes off of the stage. 
and making it about uh, everyone looking at each other and dancing, and that the DJ was just over there yeah, playing the, the record. You know what was crazy about EDC this year is, um, you know, I had an experience where we just stood in VIP one whole night, and that's that was cool. But I'm the second night. I'm like, you know what? I want to move around. Like I want to actually right. go see all this yeah. cool ass shit. And it was funny because you know these these girls that we were with, they were like, oh, you know, let's go see Dylan Francis. He's on. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I mean, everybody at every stage is good. So I'm like, and they're all basically playing the same people's shit. It's just their version of it. So I'm like, you know what? Why move around? Like, just just fucking walk up to wherever. I don't give a fuck who's spinning. You know, it's right. all good music. Obviously, at an Insomniac Festival, everybody there is supposed to be there. But right. um, yeah, I like. Do you guys go to any festivals like that? Do you guys outside of? I think I used to go to more things um, when I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, hey, don't make us feel bad, man. I'm in my 40s. I'm still going. Yeah, to yeah. I'm still going to damn EDC. Yeah, yeah. I guess, but I guess the art artist change. I mean, I, what I'm talking about was when I was, I guess, literally a kid. Um, like, you know, Sasha and Digweed. And stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So see, so that so was you, my raving day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was to me. It was like what about Paul Van was, Dyke. It was very pure and different, and it's nothing against uh, Dylan Francis and all those people. Yeah. I, I grew up with Dylan Francis a little bit. Well, see, I'm I'm from Detroit, and like I said, obviously that's the city of techno. We were right there next to um, Chicago. So I so I said I don't know if I asked you this, but this guy over here knew it. Uh, but it's kind of an age thing. I said, you know, who who was the forefounder of house music? You guys know that? I mean. <laughs> Out of Chicago, there's one guy. Okay. He's passed away now, so he's super old school. So I don't expect you to know him. <laughs> Frankie Knuckles. Right. He was. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like, and I mean, I'm really connected. A couple guys, I'm real cool with. I'm real cool with Bad Boy Bill. We had him here. He's great. He, he does a lot of. He does a tour called House Connection with Richard Vision out of L.A. On and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, what's his name? Ron, DJ Ron Carroll. He was the guy who did that song, The Walking Down the Street with My Nikes On. Okay, right. He's actually a really dope uh, house DJ. But are you guys familiar with Colette? No. Oh, she's a girl. She's out of uh, she's out of L.A. But she, the thing that's cool that she does, what, what it reminded me of when you said that was she does the house music and then she sings over her tracks. Yeah. So she's actually her own vocalist. And I think she's doing, she's not doing the headphone thing, but it looks, I've never seen it, but it looks like a little tiny mic. And she's just singing into it. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of dope, uh, you know, to, to be able to do that. But, I mean, I know she's out there. Everybody pretty much is in L.A. until they started getting these monster Vegas contracts on this DJ boom. Which we're I, trying to do it, so we're out here. Yeah. <laughs> Ground score. Yeah, the, the, this DJ the boom. Mirage. Come and trying see. Trying to get a residency. <laughs> oh, shit, not the Vegas. Mirage. Yeah, no, I was about to say, I was about to say, bro, you don't want to be at the Mirage. I'm banned from the Mirage. I, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Excellent. You're not cool unless you're banned from yeah. the Mirage. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, I also got kicked out of Disneyland one time. Disneyland. How does that happen? Oh, man, how does that happen? You don't want to know. So who inspires <laughs> you guys, like, yeah. right now, housewives? Who do you guys, like, I mean, like, you put on this dude and just... I always say... Old school people, you know, um, but right now, like I love Theo Parrish and, and then or Jay Dilla and like you know as far as music. Hey, where's Jay where's Dilla. where's Jay Dilla? Yeah. The God, where's yeah. Jay Dilla from? Jay Dilla? I thought it was from Detroit, Detroit. motherfucker. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dilla's the shit. But like yeah, oh, yeah, Carrie Chandler and and um, 
Carl Cox. Yes, like Kate Trinata. Kate Trinata's dope, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. can you not like Kate yeah, Trinata, yeah. man? He hey, you know what was funny about Carl, Carl Cox is, um, you know, I mean, obviously he's massive. And, uh, you know, here in Vegas, they're kind of, you know, pushing the new, new shit. If you're not in that top 20, they don't want to fuck with you. And, you know, I think somebody, you know, that looks at DJ Mag, you know, they're, hey, we should book Carl Cox. And so I was telling her one night at Light Nightclub, they said, we're going to do after hours with Carl Cox. Now, Vegas is a very weird crowd. You know, you got 21-year-olds. Light, lights at Mandalay. Yeah, you got, and again, you got 60-year-olds in there. And I'm like, you know. That's the recipe for fighting. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know what? Uh, so there's a line down That's the street. Tequila. Yeah, well, there's a line down <laughs> the street. Snake bites in England. They have snake yeah. bites. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I'm like, why? Thing. So they made it so big, and I mean, it should be big. Carl Cox is massive. But people were in line for hours, and they went in there. And just as soon as they went in there, they came out of there because they just weren't feeling it. But I'm like, Vegas is not, it's, they did, they just knew Carl Cox was big. It, it's kind of like people that would come to see Dead Mouse. He would be playing without his thing on and people would be like, hey, can you tell me when Dead Mouse is coming? He's yeah. fucking been on for the past hour. Like, it's what called you... Unplugged. And it says on yeah. the Yeah, Carl Cox is more like Miami. Well, no, that's what yeah. I said. He didn't yeah. fit the Vegas whatever, right. but people just knew, oh, he's a big name. But when they went in there. They were coming out just as quick as they were coming in, and I kind of felt bad, but I'm just like, Vegas doesn't understand Vegas. Wow. You know, I get why they do mashup out here, which is a variety of everything, because you got a variety of everything. Like I said, you got the 21-year-old, you got the 60-year-old. You got to try to find that medium, you know. Uh, but the, the, It's scary, though, because uh, it's the same thing, that Like, the reason the way music is is because the way we um, digest it or listen to it. Yeah. We we don't even you know really check out artists anymore. We just uh, I'm gonna get in the tub. Uh, put on bathtub playlist on fucking Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, relax, <laughs> whatever calming energy playlist. And it's I get it because you don't want to sit there and like necessarily curate yourself yeah. constantly. Music it is nice and yeah. um, convenient, but. I think it is just also uh, it's turned us into a, a, a music welfare state where we we just uh, suckle nothing. at the teat of whatever other person is telling us to, to listen to. Right. It's our own oh, algorithm. Yeah. We create our own algorithm too. Because if right. you go down and yeah, you yeah. like one song, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah, I like one Harry Styles thing. So yeah. what? You know, sue me. You yeah. know, and now all I get is Harry Styles yeah. on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'll get over uh -huh. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely um you know, they say that the the new the big reset is that we're gonna own nothing and be happy. Yeah. And we don't you know, you don't really go to music stores and buy yeah. vinyls. I mean, do you remember when like Virgin stores and you would buy the CDs back in the day and you'd go to the listening thing? Like that's mm -hmm. like it kids has no, aren't even it, it's doing just that. not a value. Yeah, it doesn't hey, the, have the value. The guy that left you your decks behind, he was doing a reset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he left his vinyls. I don't think he had decks. Yeah. My, oh, my mom had to vinyls? get me these like oh, four hundred dollar really bad Newmark ones, and they came with these little sh shitty speakers and felt drive. Uh, it was great though. It was great. What's that? They were belt drive. They weren't even like you can't even turn them. <laughs> well, as a, to wind them up. Yeah. As a DJ, it kind of has to be scary sometimes because I mean I've went to, you know, depending on who's booking you and where you're playing. I mean you don't know what they're gonna have set up. Yeah. You know they could have this brand, that brand. I mean there's just so much shit yeah. that it's like. Oh, now it's it is a head fuck, but uh, you just 
Is that, do you guys you know normally that. bring your own shit? You just bring a few things, and if nothing will work, you're like, well, shit, I brought three things. So yeah. <laughs> I brought my USB stick, uh, this, uh, fuck it, I'm out of here. You know? yeah. <laughs> and typically you just, you, your eyes are blurry anyways, so you're just looking at a bunch of flashing lights that are in similar places on all of the decks, no matter what company is making them. So you're like, that's probably a filter or something. Sure, and then it was. So yeah. you kind of just guess half the time anyways, but yeah. Yeah, no, I see that out here, man. Some So many different setups now, and I don't even understand the whole, you know, you go from one pair of CDJs, now everybody's using two. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a DJ, you guys would probably know well, why they do that. It depends. Like, you got two to play the tracks, and then other people load acapellas or breaks yep. on the other one. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, three. It's very typical now to have like three CDJs. Yeah. yeah. So, so what about and you can link them all? You can link your one USB into all three of them. Yeah. Have you guys ever dropped like a hip hop track right in the middle of it in your set just out of nowhere? It's funny. Um, I mean, I've done so much crazy stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe when we were like <laughs> playing Telefans. like bars, bars, like our you're, yeah. like the very first time ever, just being like, let's just go out and play together and just see if this is like fun playing together. Like, yeah, we might have just messed around and <laughs> played whatever was on the computer. But yeah. I don't know. It's been a minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know like something that happened here in Vegas that, that we dealt with a lot is, you know, I mean, and, and I understand when you become a big DJ like that, you're traveling all the time, but I'm like, it got to the point like you know we're two years into this dj boom and uh i'm i could tell you the, what the next song tiesto was going to play because he hadn't changed the set in two years but those are his songs to be fair yeah oh, but uh, i mean yeah, i'm just saying yeah. it wasn't just him but it's yeah i get what you're all saying. the djs you so don't the, hear fisher losing it every five seconds oh, I mean, that's how he gets out here it does get and like i mean the, the thing that i appreciated a couple of the people you know i think diplo was one aoki was one sometimes afrojack you know i would they would go. They would go with the crowd. They'd start freestyling, yeah. and I liked that because I already knew what their set was. I yeah. knew what song was coming, and then they'd go off that mark, and I was like, "Oh, that's." Those dope. are the ones that started at bars, and they knew like it's how so to true, build yeah. the crowd. You know, like or weddings. Definitely used to do weddings. Yeah, and stuff. all that. Yeah, the Swedish House Mafia would do it all the time. Uh, something that was really cool one time. Steve Angelo was a hip hop DJ. Yeah, well, that, I was gonna tell you. So Steve Angelo was playing, and it was EDC weekend, and he went on. I want to say at about two in the morning, and. Six in the morning rolls around, and he's still playing. And, I mean, he's going from fucking every damn hustling to red, red wine. And, like, it was the first time he wasn't on his program set, and he fucking killed it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, this is the shit you need to fucking do, bro. Like, But now is- he's like, my brand is Swedish House, so we got to push that brand to be just the house DJs, you know? Yeah. So when they do get that freedom, they just they kill it because that's how, where they came from. Yeah, well, that's why I always wonder really if you need to be in one of those circles. You know, I know like one. You know, what did Steve Aoki have? Was it was it called like, Dim Mac? It or? definitely helps because yeah. Well, I mean, I was in there, homie. Like the these bigger DJs, it's like your set list yeah. is real estate. If you're yeah. playing the homies, you're in. If you aren't with yeah, the like big if people, Diplo's playing one you of your tracks, you're kind of good. You know, yeah. like somebody like that's playing your track, you're like, all right, it's kind of good. Well, Swedish House Mafia, they had rules. You know, you wanted to book them, you had to book Antoine, which yeah, was was brother, uh, the brother. Steve Angelo's brother, Max Vangeli. You know, there's one other guy, and it's kind of weird. Cause he used I don't, to be Alesso. He used to be Alesso. Alesso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he kind of skated off on well, his Well, he own. became bigger, kind of. Yeah, yeah so... That's crazy, man. Um, so what? So what? What do you guys? What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, what? As far as hip hop, who's your favorite hip hop artist? 
We're, we're just shifting gears here. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, yes, let the New Jersey man speak. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, probably Big L. York, Big York. L? Uh, yeah. um, hey, you want to know something crazy? My 17-year-old son, I didn't even know. I mean, I, I remember the track, Big L, Big L. Big, but my son was like, hey, he's like, have you ever heard of Big L? And I was like, damn, you know about Big L? That's crazy. <laughs> he's coming yeah. to it early. That's yeah. Right. 90s hip-hop. That might be the right dies. time, too, because some of it is... Yeah. What about you, Willem? Who you look like yeah. a two chains type of guy? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was into That's Dilla so growing up. Dilla. Yeah, oh like, yeah. Know, okay, I so was more of a MPC head. And maybe stuff. Fireside so samples. Yeah, you know, or RZA because I loved. Ooh. Yeah. yeah Wu-Tang. Like I liked old, all those old beats, Mob Deep and stuff. I just like that old hip hop. Primo. You know? it's, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's it's the culture, and I mean, I think they tell you know we had DJ Scribble on here and. He was just telling people, you know, when you're involved in something, you need, you know, it's not that you got to flash back, but you need to go back to the roots of it right. and then, and then watch how it's grown to what it is today. And the roots come alive. That live, that live record just, that changed my life. Yeah. I also scared the shit out of uh, quest love one time. Oh yeah? Oh, yeah. I was drunk as shit and I was standing outside some New York place. I'm not obviously from there, you know, so I was visiting, but whatever. And he, there's some red carpet and he's walking on the red carpet. I'm smoking a cigarette. Threw my cigarette down and I jumped over the red carpet oh, or the red ropes. Yeah. And he thought I was going to stab him. <laughs> oh hey, which, which quest love? Which like, one is oh he? Is? The drummer. The drummer. Okay. Uh, the drummer. He went okay, like yeah. that. Yeah. He was like, oh, the don't big, touch me. Don't touch me. Afro. Yeah, he's like the, he's like the, mo- the, the main mo- guy. Yeah. Well known person in the group. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's true. Anyway, but yeah, he said, don't touch me, don't touch me. Oh and my I God. said, man, I'm sorry. I just want to say you changed my life. And he's like, get the fuck uh, away from me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You know, like nowadays, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, rest in peace to take off. But obviously you see how stuff can be like that. You know, like I, I'm still in my head. I'm like, how in the fuck were these two guys from the Migos at a fucking bowling alley at 2.30 o'clock in the morning with no yeah. security? That's, and like, what are they doing? The what are they doing there? What are they doing? You know, it, it doesn't make sense, but I mean, but that's why I think people get, you know, so afraid yeah. uh, to, to run up on people. Well, it's because white people are crazy, man. White people are crazy. I'm going to have to agree. You got to look out for those white people. Are you a fan of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh, uh, God. I tried to watch <laughs> the show or whatever, yeah, and I got to like five minutes of that show. I, yeah, I, I like Homeboy who played him. Yeah. yeah. They oh, said, yeah. They he's said good. he looked Evans? very like dead right. on, similar oh, yeah. to him. Yeah. Sure. But, he's a good actor. Yeah. Right, exactly. But I just don't want to watch that story unfold. Yeah, that's how I was. Yeah. What? That's how I felt too. Yeah. I, what, I feel uh, like it's like a negative Everyone watched the first five minutes. No one watched the rest of that show. Are you into numerology? A little bit. Uh, what, what, are, what are your numbers? What's your favorite number? Uh, my pops always had us, our uh, family number was 13. So I got, I got a little 13 tattoo somewhere. It's a typical ah. tattoo, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so and it, it makes a B, which is our last name. But anyway. So, um, wow. but what else? Yeah. I mean, you know, then there's, I went to Ibiza when I was a kid, and this lady was obsessed with. Uh, uh, the angel numbers like eleven, eleven, and three, three, three. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. I don't know if you if you oh, noticed. Sure. Okay, I got the one, one, ones, uh, hey. eleven, eleven, yeah. spelled like that. There you go. And like I said, I've been. A lot of people say, you know, they get into numbers and whatever. And again, I'm not even. I don't even consider myself spiritual. Right. This has been. Uh, this has been with me since right. being born. Yeah. My whole life. So I'm like my first tattoo I got. That was my number in high school. I was gonna say, what's your soccer number? Eleven. Yeah. So I'm like. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like. 
it's all you know people always ask you couldn't get 11 it was 12. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so you, hey, you know what hey, like, right, you know was weird I, that guy that was 11. Man. <laughs> i actually i actually ran track and they just they just dispersed uniforms mm. and i actually became 111 on track oh, which was which was good but but yeah all right what about stones any, any stones? What's your stone? My ex was all into crystals, so I'm gonna say fuck that shit. Yeah, you're a fucking. Hey, hey listen, that's witchcraft. Listen, I just want I just want to let you know, being that you said you you were a, a Gemini. Uh, I didn't Rose even know. Like, I, again, I don't I don't follow that stuff. I'm Sagittarius. Uh, oh, but, we're uh, good friends because we're opposite ends of the chart. Yep. Good. Well, one thing that I realized get along we, easy. Actually, my dad's a Sagittarius. Yeah, we were oh, talking. Really? We, we were talking, and uh, I was like. I actually tattooed the Gemini symbol on the inside of my ankle because I said the last four girls I dated were Gemini. And I'm like, and they're like, well, why would you tattoo? And I'm like, so I, so they knew that I'm not a fucking afraid of you guys because motherfuckers are crazy, man. All you Gemini, shout out to all the Geminis. What's up? Domo and I have the yeah, same birthday, yeah, everybody. Yeah, we have the same birthday. Same the exact same, same date? Birthday, 15. Yeah. Oh, my God. That tripped me out. Yeah. Birthday I know. What, I never what, what's your number, I'm, Maddie? I've never met anybody with. Yeah, what's Maddie? Uh, my number? Yeah, uh, forty-six. Forty-six. Yeah. Wow. Why is that? That's just forty-six. No, I keep that to myself. That's oh, okay. I keep I'm that sorry. Sorry. Didn't want to get too uh, yeah, intrusive. Yeah, about you, Robert? I don't know. I've always liked it. The my first girlfriend that was her favorite number, and I was like, I like that. I, yeah, she played hockey. Like oh, that is awesome. Wow. And yeah. she was, but she was like a petite blonde, but she was like fearless. And I was like, that's the most badass number uh, ever. So I'll I'm just going It's just yeah. every other number went, but that number stuck with me. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'm like really loyal. I'm a Leo. So like oh. once something like hits me, I'm, it's, I'm, it's stuck with me for life. It's like branded on me. So. Uh, are you guys, do you guys, uh, have you guys pressed any vinyl? With any of your that's so tracks? expensive. It's fucking no. That's like, a, that's especially why I, at this point. Like yeah. if we ball and at some point it'd be cool. Yeah. I, I asked you that because uh, Bad Boy Life Bill goals. and Life Richard goals. Vision. You know, if you guys watch the episode right. with Bad Boy Bill on here, when they went out again, they did. They called it a back to vinyl tour, and I think he said it was ten grand per album. And I forgot how many. I'd, I'd have but to go back were, and watch. They were pressing songs that they had on their record box. They're like, okay, I want to play this. I can't play it unless it's on vinyl. So they would send that song and have it pressed, not just their records, but every record they're going to play on the tour. So that's why it was that expensive. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, do you guys do you guys ever do vinyl sets? Have you done, have you done one? Yeah, hell's yeah. Uh, not too long ago, um, for a friends going away thing at our favorite bar in L.A. Monty Bar. Monty, it's totally Monty the spot. Bar. Yeah, it's totally the spot to do it. It's like. It's just very calls for it. And you guys said you recently you recently ran into the Houston brothers. I guess so. Yes. Shout out to them. I don't even know what their bars Shout look like in LA, hats. but their bar here in Vegas is the shit. It's smooth. Oh, very, oh yeah. very cool. It's yeah, a, they're it's, nice guys. It's a, it's in a it's in a really weird hotel, but it is probably the most intricate, dopest. Like they probably Very picked it. They probably oriented. picked it like that for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, this is weird. Do you walk through like a weird door to get into it? Uh, they they, they do uh, actually they have they have a door that's actually all tapes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like cassette tapes. It's cassette oh, tapes. Shit. Uh, nice. you can push that and you kind of go into like a VIP bar. But everything about its music. So like the floors, the ceilings, is vinyl. Just everything. Yeah. It's. I feel like we should take you guys there. Yeah, I I heard something that I did hear. Uh, I heard their their bars in LA are even doper. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't been to any, but I think I heard they own multiple, oh, yeah. multiple venues out there. 
Yeah, it's like the type of spots that have like lit up disco dance floors and shit. Like it's yeah. Where did you guys? Where event. did you meet them at? The uh, um, after uh, Will was playing on the rocks after uh, his dad was playing a show. Oh, at the Roxy. Uh, yeah, so they at the Roxy. And, oh, yeah. And so they so, came to his yeah, dad. We so were cool. playing a, a little post show. And then I walk in and, and he's already yeah getting chopped up. So. That's Bro, such hey, an iconic those... venue, like all those old yeah. rock LA venues. Yeah, like. no, I kept Sunset hearing. Sunset Boulevard. Uh, yeah, so who's the person doing the uh, your dad's lives? Because um, it, it was weird when I called you, by the way, the other day. I was like, I didn't realize that it was the day you were playing. I was no like, God, I was no like, God damn it, it came up. And then your dad was on a live. But I'm like, yeah. when we were at the show last night, uh, he, he popped up on live again. So I'm like, I wonder who's doing his live. because. Right. You know, they did it really good. She who shall not be named. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I heard that, uh, you know what I, you know what I kept hearing people at the Roxy say is I kept hearing people like, man, when are you ever going to get the chance to hear somebody like that at such an intimate venue? Right. You know, and yeah, I mean, it was, I, cause I, it was a benefit gig. Yeah. 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 It, it was, it was for a cancer gig. Right? Well, yeah. It was, for it his, was his, funny when yeah. you posted that on your social media and then I had, I was driving to work and I saw the billboard for his shows out here. Right. And so I thought. It was for that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit, you guys, you're going to be playing in Vegas? Well, yeah. It was for yeah. his, um, you know, his long time uh, hairstylist slash uh, confidant or everything well, on hey, tour. Shout <laughs> so, out to her for yeah. doing a good yeah. job Nancy, because yeah. he, he's probably yeah. got the, the the greatest hair ever for. Oh, for, for, yeah. For, she's for, really <laughs> sweet lady. That stylist is definitely on point. On point. Yeah. yeah she's the, a lovely lady. And so hopefully she, uh, hopefully all this. How did uh Helps. how did the people uh how did the people at the Roxy how did they feel about the the, the house music? Right. Funny, <laughs> yeah. Right? No, every, it's basically well, your dad's crowd to house music. Yeah. So how did that? Even though I, there was probably I thought afterwards on. it would have been yeah. fine. Like d during the show or at the Roxy, I played um, some funky stuff. It wasn't even necessarily all. I didn't do. Whatever, I played some weird shit. And then uh, afterwards, I just thought, okay, it's over. It's, um, you know, break out your fucking, you know, take some acid, do some lines of oxy. <laughs> I don't know, blow some coke up some dude's ass. I'm not sure what goes boof. down. But, uh, boof it yeah, up. Boof in or, you know, normal Wednesday night on Sunset. Just what? Typical oh, Hollywood shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, we, were all, we were all boofing. My dad was there. He was boofing. <laughs> it was great. This is going to be in the press. I don't know why yeah. that Billy Idol's South boofing. Park, like when Kenny's getting, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Billy Idol caught boofing again. <laughs> yeah. You said Kenny from South Park? I just want to say it as many yeah, times yeah. as I can. So. Yeah. so there's a sound bite out there that makes it out to the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. My dad was not boofing. Yeah. Watch, his girlfriend will go Allegedly. spreading this rumor Allegedly. around everywhere. Just a little clip. Yeah. Yes, Billy was boofing, I swear. Yeah. Be that. I heard Billy boof. Billy's boofing. Billy boof. <laughs> no, my dad does not boof. So. I mean, I don't know, actually. Uh, <laughs> He's a rock well, Nothing wrong with awesome. it. Nothing wrong with it yeah. if you did boof. Yeah, yeah, Domo. You know, like I like I said, Domo was putting him in the exactly. category with the big. Who, who were you saying? You what were, you were putting him in the category with like the legends. legends, legends. legends. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I so I was Prince. like looking back at all the music and and stuff, and I'm like, I didn't even realize like he really is kind of iconic. Yeah. And and even when I told everybody that I was going to the show, I mean, I had more dudes that. I knew were just like, oh my god, 
Just the name Billy Idol right. is iconic, you know. Just the it was name. It's crazy. very rock and roll. Uh, we had uh, across uh, recording at the studio across from us uh, a singer named Man. He was the guy who kind of did that song, and it feels like money. And he's like, "Hey, where are you going?" And I'm like, "The Billy Idol concert." I'm like, and he's like, he just had a blank look on his face, and I'm like, "Am I like, how old are you?" And he's like, "31." And I was like, "You don't know who that is?" And he's like, "No." He's like a hip hop <laughs> guy, but I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm like, you didn't see the wedding singer or all these awesome know, movies? Right? Uh. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like he was in a ton of a uh, ton of movies. That really did, uh, you know, do something for him. Big the, time. the movie yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, well, stuff. for young kids, I think it kept him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Made him relevant again. For 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 sure. So, all right. Well, because I always look at that like making it relevant again. It is funny, and it's such a funny term, right? But yeah. I guess for kids, that term would make sense. It's um, just reinventing yourself. You kind of have to. Yeah. Or after five like years, you know, you are whatever you are to whoever it is uh you know like i don't even know i I definitely know my pops didn't take that movie like it's gonna make me relevant with the kids right Right. he was like oh my son loves adam sandler yeah this would be fun oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's crazy i actually heard adam and then it literally though years later you end up looking back and kids know him because of that movie right. and then they do know the music or if they would they would just know the song uh if if, if they you know they'd be like oh i know that song but, but like, give man two years yeah. he's gonna go down that rabbit hole when he's listening to like that old school 80s i'm surprised yeah, yeah. i'm surprised because man man is very he's one of these acid shroomy type of guys i'm, I'm, I'm actually give him a year hey, i'm actually surprised I mean, don't shit out there but I yeah. had some great, had some great stuff from him for yeah. life. He's beautiful. What about so? I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know what the, you know, how people go about doing it. But I mean, have you ever thought? Have you ever considered remixing one of your dad's tracks for uh, some best of or something that came out? Um, a buddy and I did like a trap remix of one. Now, when people do that, I mean, oh, wow. I mean, obviously it's different. You're his son, but in order to do that, like if you were going to do that for someone else, you have to get permission, right? Right. Is that permission? Is it permission from your dad, or is it permission from a record label, or right? Yeah. So he just came to me, or if it was just like any artist, if they came to you and were like, "Hey, will you remix my song?" You're like, "Okay." You know, they give you the stems. Yeah. And obviously, they've given you permission. But his dad has to own his own publishing. That's why his he's able to do that because there's a lot of rock. Or or maybe he didn't even, and they the record company or whatever it was still came to him and said, "Hey, will you find some artists that'll remix them?" I don't know. I don't know Dude, how. There's so many people. Yeah, I, I don't know how that. much he owns of his own music or whatever. All that mm. stuff's crazy. So. It's all wild. Yeah. yeah. Politics. It's insane. Politics. I, and it's funny because my pops is is in this field, and I have no clue. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like we need to put a, a Billy Idol uh, album in here now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sitting here looking as you're saying Wu Tang. You got Wu Tang right over your head. So got to got it. Got ODB is one of my favorite for sure. Oh man, yes. yeah. I'm gonna tell a really quick ODB story, and then we're gonna get yeah. out of here. But I had ODB one time at a rave, and I had done multiple raves with Wu Tang. So I would always take people were like, "You can't do that. You can't mix hip hop with electronic." And I'm like. You can. It has to happen at midnight on the dot. They can only do two songs right before the roll hits on everybody. And uh, so we had done the Wu-Tang a couple times. And uh, RZA, you know, I guess I think that's his cousin. But RZA's who I did all the dealing with. And RZA said to me, he's like, so the more, so I'm like, I'm doing ODB so, solo. And so the morning that uh, the, of the event, I, I um, have all these missed calls from a New York number. So I call it back and I'm like, hello? And he's like, yo, this is Dirt Dog. I'm not coming. 
And he hung up. And I was like, I didn't even I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know what that fucking meant. I was like, so I called the Rizza and I said, Bro, there's some guy. And he's like, Dirt dog. He's like, That's ODB. And I said, Yeah, he told me he wasn't coming. And he's like, Don't trip, bro. We'll we'll, we'll get him on the plane. Missed three flights. Uh ends up getting to Detroit probably at about eleven PM. And then uh Again, it spilled over the time. So now you got, it's two in the morning. ODB's finally there. Everybody's rolling balls. And uh, he gets up there, and I'll never forget this. He gets up there, and he looks out in the crowd, and he's like, I hate white people. That was the first <laughs> thing he said. And I'm like, you know, everybody, you just see the whole crowd just like, st-. and he goes, he goes, I hate white people. They made me come. And he goes, but let me tell you something. He's like, before I leave, y'all going to be a bunch of niggas. And then he took a waterfall piss off the stage. Uh, the DJ decks were on turn were on uh, cinder blocks. He kicked those over, and then he did probably the best set I've ever seen in my life. Got done. A week later, I get a call from the hotel. They said this guy's roaming around naked. He's still here. You need to get him the fuck out of here. My boy gets in a car, drives him back to New York. Once they get to New York, he's getting evicted out of his thing, and he's just like, "Hey, fuck it, Phil, let's go." So my friend's name was Phil. Now they're driving down the highway. They get pulled over. He has no license. And uh, he was like, hey, hey, hey what, what's your name? And my friend's name was Phil Robinson. And so the police come up and they're like, license and registration. And he's like, I don't have it. And they're like, what, what's your name? And he's like, Phil Robinson. <laughs> and, and they were like, we know who you are. Get out the car. So it's like, it was from from every perspective. I'm like, I, I like had to I grill my friend. I'm like, what were you thinking? And he's like, bro, it was fucking crazy. He's like, he didn't give a fuck that all his That's shit was original out artist. He's just like, yeah. he doesn't care. Rest he's just peace. living, you know? Like, yeah. So, but anyways, we, we really appreciate you guys coming. I Thank look forward uh, to oh, yeah. watching oh, your guys. Set. Thank you. And, and hopefully next time you guys are here, you guys will be, uh, you guys will be world famous. <laughs> we'll get we'll get you guys a residency here in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> At on the record. You better follow up yeah. with the Houston brothers. Those guys are cool. So Yeah, and check out our single yes. coming out. Hang on, on where can Berlin we Berlin House Music? Yeah. Yes, and where can we find you? Both of you guys can say your, uh, your... yeah. Uh, at Instagram, uh, ground, ground score, G R N D S C R E. Yep, and then you on, would uh, spell it all crazy. Yeah, yeah. on YouTube, uh, Berlin House Music is going to be releasing our EP in December. And what are your guys' individual Instagrams? I'm uh, at Willem Wolf. That's my name. Uh, and I'm at You Must Create. You must create. How do you spell that? Just like you would write with it. the U or just the whole Y O U. Like Y O U. And where can they find you at, Domo Monster? Domo Monster 7. Okay, and you can just find me. I'm on Green Room Radio. And how about you, Albert? Albert Ramirez, DJ. Everywhere. All right. All right. Thank you guys for coming Thank by. You. We appreciate Thank you so it. much. Peace. Rock and roll.